0: Hello and welcome to our Harvest Food Box members-only chat. This is Doc Russ and Karen, and today we're going to talk about mentors. Mentors. Mentors, not those, not those little mints that they oh, used the to Mentos. have. With those. Oh, <laughs> they're different, right? Yeah, I think you're a mentor for a lot of people. You think there, I am? Doc Russ? Yeah. You know, uh, mentors are really important, but they can do you some harm sometimes. And one of the ways that a mentor can do you harm is when you uh, when you decide that you can never be just like your mentor, or you don't want to be just like your mentor. Mm. Yeah. And you decide, I'll oh, screw it. You know, I'll just do what I want. Right. Uh, so sometimes the mentors that you look at are so much different than you. You may admire their accomplishments. But you don't necessarily admire the things they have to do to achieve those accomplishments. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, it really does impair your ability to get anywhere near the accomplishments that they have. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm going to explain kind of why that is. Oh, it's a Facebook message. I'll have to get to that later. <laughs> um, we're going to talk a little bit about why that is. Okay. So now, uh, I believe um, you went social work school, didn't you? Yes, I am. I'm a licensed social worker. I know. So you know a little bit about how people tick. hmm Some people tick more than others, right? <laughs> Definitely. Some people have a real serious tick. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, one of the things that, uh, unexpectedly, uh, I've become sort of a, at least an armchair expert in psychology I wouldn't call myself a bona fide expert because my training is in physical therapy, but somehow- Yeah, you're very good at it. You have good good advice. It's very kind of you, (laughs) even though it comes from my wife. Uh, I like to think that I'm pretty good at at sort of looking at the world through the lens of human psychology. And what I've learned is that everything we think is real, everything, is a constructed reality. You've heard me use that term before. Mm -hmm. And this constructed reality is created in our minds through a series, a matrix of beliefs. And that matrix of beliefs literally defines our world for us. So that each individual person has their own matrix of beliefs. And and some of my beliefs overlap with yours, Mm -hmm. whereas some are, are just mine. And we protect those beliefs because, by definition, we believe that they're true. Right. Right? A belief is just an idea that we are convinced is absolutely true. Correct. And the only way that we can really start to challenge those beliefs is to ask questions. Some hard questions. Some hard questions. Now, what's, what's my favorite saying? You know, the quality of your life is determined by... The quality of the questions questions you ask yourself multiplied by the frequency that you ask raised to the power of the integrity of your answers. So there's, there's there's some unpacking we need to do. First of all, what is a quality question? How frequently do you need to ask? And what does it mean when you lie to yourself? Okay, So you really need to have high integrity in your answers. You need to be willing to look at your beliefs in a very real and true way. And in that matrix of beliefs, in this vast universe of beliefs that are going on in your head, and it's vast, covering every aspect of your life, at the very center of this is a set of beliefs that are so insulated, so protected, so locked away, that they're very, very hard to even examine. And what do you think they call that? That? insulated, locked away, protected set of beliefs. We actually have a name for it. Do you have any any idea what that might be? I have no idea. No idea. (laughs) No idea. It's actually your identity. Your identity. i got to get better at mouthing. (laughs) So um, your identity, who you think you are. I remember when we were doing lose weight for good. Remember, I think I did a whole podcast on who do you think you are, because who you think you are is going to determine who you really are every time. If you believe you can't do this, or you believe you can do that, there's a pretty good chance that you either won't be able to do it, or if you believe you can, you will. And that, there's some pretty strong research to suggest that that's true. So, how does any of this fit into the conversation of mentors? You think you thought I forgot about mentors? Yeah, didn't yeah, you? I did actually. Uh, <laughs> Because when we look at a mentor, we're constantly sizing that mentor up to who we believe we are. And if our mentor is too far away from our constructed reality, who we believe ourselves to be, we're not able to muster up the courage to do the things necessary to become more like our mentor. So what I recommend is that we create in our mind. Our own mentor, somebody that is like the people we admire, somebody who's a conglomeration of the people we admire, but maybe not necessarily the people we admire themselves, right? We can have a whole lot of mentors, but the, the most important mentor to us is that identity that we create that's better than the identity that we have right now. So kind of like an imaginary friend. Oh, I like that. An imaginary superhero friend <laughs> who's slightly better than we are now. So what I encourage people to do is take the, some aspects from people they really admire and construct that into an image of themselves in the future, a future self. And I want, you, I want you to imagine that this person has reorganized their, their thoughts around everything. Like, I want you to imagine that they think kind of like their mentors, right? So this is a person who has achieved the first step in the journey of what you want to achieve. And they think like somebody who has done whatever it takes to achieve that step. And once you start to construct who this mentor is, make friends with them, right? You get get to intimately know them. And then when you find yourself at crossroads, when you find yourself making that difficult decision and you're just about to crack under the pressure, ask yourself this question. Is this, what would my mentor do right now? Remember back in the 80s and 90s, they used to have those uh, WWJD bracelets? Mm -hmm. What would Jesus do? do. That's actually really effective. Uh, You know, when schoolchildren were presented with the opportunity to have either apples or french fries, and they were asked, you know, which would you choose? They overwhelmingly chose french fries. Without any other prompting, when they were asked which would Batman choose, they overwhelmingly chose the apple. Hmm, Interesting. And they don't know anything about Batman's dietary habits. I mean, I happen to know Batman personally. And (laughs) he's all over french fries. Just saying. No, but the point I'm trying to make is that they imagined their superhero selves. And they almost always made the right choice. So sometimes if you imagine your mentor. You imagine this person that you want to become, and you say, what would they do right here, right now? And you may or may not make the decision that they they would make, but it certainly brings you closer to a series of decisions that are going to allow you to get to where your mentor is. Even if you don't make every single one of them, you'll make an, overwhelmingly, uh, an overwhelming proportion of them, these decisions, will be made through the lens of what would my mentor do? All right. So step one is to recognize that you have this identity and that it's a constructed identity and that's deeply protected and that we're going to ask you to spend some time examining what those beliefs are. Who do you believe yourself to be? And that it requires sort of what I would call a, a process of creative destruction, where you have to create you have to create yourself by destroying who you think you are. You get in there and you chip away at that old identity. Now the whole time you're going through this destructive creativity, this creative destruction, you're also taking that creativity and you're building this identity of the person you want to be. Right? Yeah. And then You're asking yourself this quality question. And this is one of many, many quality questions that we're going to talk about moving forward. But you're going to ask yourself this quality question. And the quality question is, what would my mentor do right now? What would my superhero friend do right now? What would Batman do? (laughs) Right? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Superman. The Flash. Captain America. not Iron Man. I don't like his morals. Not a mentor. (laughs) Not a mentor. But that's me, right? Right. The point is this create yourself that mentor and constantly measure yourself against that image. And you'll find you start making better decisions. And if you start making better decisions consistently enough, you're going to end up becoming that person. And then you get to make a new mentor the next step along the way. And then someday you just might wake up and realize that you become that person that you never thought you'd ever be able to be. So that's that. That sounds easy. (laughs) Simple, not easy, not the same thing. So this is Doc Russ. And Karen. Signing off for Harvest Food Box.